You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. You are tuned in to another episode of Unapologetic. And I am your host, Stacey Smith, and I am so excited to be sharing 2018 with all of you. So to all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for supporting us in 2017. And we're going to try to have an even better 2018. So, of course, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Rayshawn Payne. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back. We made it. We made it. Battered and bruised. Well, but we here. I, I would say I'm battered and bruised. I'm, I'm pretty good. Oh, then what time of 2017 did you have? Well, the thing is, I'm taking on all of the positive energy from 2018, so I'm uh, speaking positivity about say, into existence. You know, only you and Cardi B had a good 2017. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, I'm trying to have Cardi B's 2017 to 2018. Oh, that, that's, that's my my, exactly. my goal. Just all prosperity and happiness and Everything. great things coming. Yes, yes. But that's what we we're talking about tonight. We're talking about meeting your goals and having a great 2018. Because you know everybody's on this whole new year, new me tip. You know how it goes every year, right? Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. Rashawn always has this joke where he's like, you're going to be the same person yeah. that you were last year. Yeah, she okay? cleaned that up, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to clean it up. Um, but we're going to talk about all of those things. And I'm joined by, I'm so excited to have him here, Paul Marston. Now, in case some of you out there don't know who Paul Marston is, you may have heard him on our other podcast that I co-host. It's called I Hate Dating. You can check it out every Wednesday at 8 p.m. live. And if you have questions about dating and relationships, you can submit them and you can talk to Paul and I about them. But Paul's not here to talk about relationships tonight, okay? He's here to talk about meeting your goals because he is a certified professional coach, goal coach, life coach, and performance management specialist. He has a lot of titles here, okay? So this is someone that is certified to help you. This isn't just anyone we brought in, okay? This is someone who actually has certifications, some credentials that Receipts. can help you get your life together, okay? Papers. So, Paul, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being here and participating in our podcast so we can help people meet their goals. Not a problem at all, and I have to say that I haven't seen someone be introduced that well since Steve Harvey brought Bernie Mac on for King. Of comedy. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I do try. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into how we can help people for their goals. I know normally you're used to hearing the celebrity and entertainment news, so we're going to do that later on in oh, the episode. See. But first, new year, new things. New year, new things, right? <laughs> so let's get into how you can be a better you for 2018. So let's keep it real. What's the number one thing that people always say they want to do? And there's a new year. Lose weight. Lose weight. So, Paul, I know yes. you know a lot about losing weight. I do. Okay, so go ahead and give our listeners a little background on, you know, your own personal journey with weight loss. Okay. So, um, probably about February 2017, um, I was about 70 pounds heavier than I am now. Oh. Um, you know, and everything that comes along with that. So, I would be sleep and... Um, Apparently, um, I would just, you know, just kind of give up on breathing and during my sleep and just wake up out, you know, and whatnot. And sometimes, you know, I would go to work and sit at my desk and somebody would be sleeping in the cubicle beside me, but and like have a bit of a snore with it. Um, 
but the, it wasn't someone else. It was me. It was just me breathing. So I was sleeping while awake and stopped breathing in my sleep and all the other things that go along with that. However, I had not crossed um, the threshold into the BDs just yet. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I made some type of change before, you know, crossed any points of no return. Okay. Um, so I tackled it the good old fashioned way. Um, I started with uh, all the the medicines and the the little gimmicks of um, what vinegar and and <laughs> it's the apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. and lemon juice and things of that nature, but ultimately it all became about um, just changing the diet and and implementing some um, some exercise. Um, so I did the diet exercise thing first. Um, took on um, a nice little app called uh, My Fitness Pal, um, and and so that I could stay on top of my calorie intake. And um, so that was like the first phase of it. And the second phase of that um, became cutting out meat altogether. So I became a vegetarian. And then I ended the whole process off with a fast at the end for forty days. Um, by the time I finished the entire process from February to October, um, I had dropped about 70 pounds. Wow. Now, Rayshawn also, I have to let everyone know in case you don't know this, Rayshawn has also lost a significant amount of weight. How much have you weigh- uh, lost total? 100 pounds. Wow. So you hit the 100 number. Yeah, I hit the 100. Okay. So we got some, some big fat. numbers over here, guys. <laughs> All right. So I had to mention that because... You can do it. That's why I'm mentioning this because so many people get discouraged every year. They have the same New Year's resolution. They're like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do it. And somewhere along the line, they get discouraged. So I just want to say, you know, big ups to both of you and all of you out there that has, you know, that have lost weight and have kept it off. So my question for you, Paul, okay, life coach and, you know, weight loss uh, expert that you are over here. (laughs) How do you stay motivated? During the process or afterwards? Both. Okay. Um, cause it's two different answers. Uh, during the process, it's good to make lists. Um, the first list you're going to want to make is to identify who you see yourself to be. Um, identifying who you know yourself to be is good because you have to reference that list when you start acting out of the character that you know you are. So if you identify yourself as a strong individual, um, and that's how you sell yourself when you were, when you were full, <laughs> and and happy then when you get starving and unhappy you might forget who you are you might think that you, you might confuse yourself with a person who gives up um, so it's good to look back at that list of characteristics that you described yourself as anytime you start to get a little bit lost in the process um, after the fact um the, how do you stay motivated uh, well even during the fact still you also also have to keep in mind what you're doing it for and what the benefits are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people have very superficial benefits. I just want to look better. Um, but that's not necessarily enough to keep you motivated through times when your body is wanting something. It's different when, when your mind wants something. When your body wants something, it's a whole lot more demanding. Right. Um, so when your body is used to operating off of 3,000 calories a day and all of a sudden you chop that down in half, your body starts to want things and your mind really starts to kind of mushify itself. If we mm-hmm. can use a word, that's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> and so focusing on your true why, because um, I would argue that I want to look better isn't my tr- isn't your true why. Um, your true why may go a little bit deeper than I want to look better. And it may go even a little bit deeper than I want to feel better. It may be your true why is not to go too deep into the relationships <laughs> phase, but your true why may be I'm looking for something. I feel like I'm going to find it if I look better mm. or 
rather than just I want to be healthy. It may be I want to be around for my children. I want to be more active with my children or um, I want to be able to stay awake throughout the course of a day so that I can do more. You know, there's there's deeper meanings behind just I want to look better and I want to I want to feel better. And so it's good to list those things as well, because that does keep you motivated throughout the process. Okay, All right, guys. So for all of you out there that, you know, you're pumped and you're ready and you know about March, you start to fall off. I want you guys to remember what Paul said. Find that motivation deep down why you started this process. Okay. Well, Rayshon, what motivated you to lose weight? I just wanted to look good in a wedding. You know what? Everyone has different motivation. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest motivation. No, because mind you, it's a process. You, I've started and stopped so many times. Trust me. I was one of those people that got caught up in a height with this whole New Year's resolution to lose weight and this is going to be my year. It don't work because you put so much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. When you put that much pressure on yourself, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Um, You have to just like kind of piggybacking. You have to find what you started this for in the first place. And you can't lose sight. You can't lose focus on that. Me, somebody asked me to be in a wedding, my very first wedding. I was all geek. And I thought, wait, wedding, wedding pictures. Oh, no, nah, my fat ass. Yeah, because those last forever. Forever. They don't go nowhere. They don't. Sometimes the marriage won't last, but the pictures are going to be around forever yes. and ever. They're going to be hanging in somebody's living room there it or is. Right. somebody's coffee table exactly. for the next 20 years of your life. Or, that's how I looked at that point. Nine days <laughs> on somebody's Facebook it, account, exactly. Instagram, whatever. Exactly. So they don't go nowhere. Okay, now speaking of Instagram and Facebook, so I recently um, read an article. Um, where there are people that are saying one of their biggest New Year's resolutions, um, well, one of their, yeah, big, biggest New Year's resolutions is to spend less time on social media. So, Paul, tell me, are there negative effects in your opinion, your professional opinion, um, from spending too much time on social media? Well, all things in moderation, right? Um, let me just touch on one thing that you guys have both mentioned and I have, I wanted to say something about the whole New Year's resolution thing. The reason why New Year's resolutions are not effective is because people will say that they're going to do something and not put a plan in place to get it done and not hold themselves accountable to it. And oftentimes they'll be recycling whatever goal it was from the previous year, but not doing anything different about achieving it. And so that's oftentimes why the whole New Year's resolution thing won't work. Um, to speak to, 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 um, the other part of your question, there's, there's a lot that you have to take into account. Um, when you're, when you're trying to achieve something new for a new year, um, you want to take a look and make sure that your goals are attainable. Um, and that they can be measured and that you have a system in place. Well, first you want to identify what your obstacles are going to be. Try to overcome those in your mind prior to even entering into it. Mm-hmm. And then have a system in place for holding yourself accountable to what you're doing. And so that, that goes with setting a date for, for, for accomplishments, setting a date for different tasks that need to be accomplished on your way to achieving your goal. And then really having either someone there to help you hold accountable to it or some system in place to hold yourself accountable for it. Okay. All right. Now we did a show not that long ago that was specifically about the effects of social, social media. media. Yeah. And I I feel yeah, like a yeah, lot yeah, of people's yeah. New Year's resolutions could be from social media. They see people oh, yeah. traveling more. They see people that are in shape and looking great. They have a loving, healthy relationship. Allegedly. 
Absolutely. Right. So they see all of these things and they're like, that's what I want. That's what I want. For 2018, I'm going to have those things. I, I like the, the when you said somebody made their goal to spend less time mm-hmm. on social media. Because I ain't going to lie. It, it, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just scrolling. I, I'm not even. You look up two, three hours and pass by and you don't know where the hell they went. They went when you looking down on your phone. So I, I kind of like that. And it's sad that that has to be a thing. Well, the idea of trying to set a goal to be on social media less, um, professionally, I would say it's necessary if you have more productive things to do with your time. I think because we all most, have more productive well, things most to do with people, our time. Well, most people, <laughs> will look at, do. most people will look at their social media in situations where they are doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you're either standing in line because people have lost the ability to sit idle anymore you you just can't do it if for any reason you're not engaged in something then your phone is always there and social media is always there to give you something to do mm-hmm. so if you feel like in order for you to accomplish something that you need to take all the distractions away because that's all ultimately social media is it's just one giant distraction but typically it's not really distracting you from anything productive it's distracting you from acknowledging the fact that you have nothing to do so if taking that distraction away allows you to maybe focus on some things maybe get some things accomplished or at least identify some things that you want to do then sure you can but I mean all things in moderation I, I don't necessarily think that you have to move social media out of your life in order to get something done but if you're that type of person who can't operate past the the um the distractions then then you need to do what you need to do. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about another really popular New Year's resolution that I've been seeing myself on social media from women and men and it's to get a husband or a wife. And that's the thing. It's, it's not a resolution? Well, yeah, they're like <laughs> they're not saying boyfriend, girlfriend, they're like no, husband, husband or wife. wife. See, that's all that love and hip hop Have, you know, have they even met someone it. yet? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. when we, we skip some steps. <laughs> yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about that because I really do want your expert opinion on, you know, how, how can people find their potential husband or wife in 2018? So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic, and that was Khalees with Young, Fresh, and New. And that's exactly what we're talking about, because everyone wants to have a brand new me. new me no, in Yeah, no me. Yeah, okay. So, that's hey, what we're... Y'all doing the same y'all were doing last year. Okay, Rayshawn, we're trying to inspire. We are. Yes, we are. Let's encourage people gonna to encourage. be their best Selves. But but sometimes you know you need that hard love, that tough love, so they can stick to them goals. All right. Well, here's our tough love <laughs> expert over here, Mr. Paul Marston. In case you're just now joining the show, he is a certified life coach, and he's here to tell you how you can meet some of your goals for 2018. So before the break, I was talking about how a lot of people are looking for love in 2018. So I know you know a little bit about that. So tell me, how can people meet? their potential mate in 2018 meet the mate or match uh what they've set as a goal of getting married in um this year well you know just <laughs> first look up them out just meet a good person first right. before you try to walk down the aisle i am a firm believer in you need to make sure that you are the best person that you that you need to be and that's going to naturally attract what you what you've made yourself out to be 
Um, so all work begins on self first. So let's focus on ourselves. Um, let's focus on being a better listener, a better communicator, um, being more approachable, being more friendly, um, getting out there more. Um, just really that internal work, all of that stuff can basically will, will put yourself in a position to where when you meet somebody, you're going to attract the type of person to you that's going to align with the, the new person that you designed yourself to be. Um, so really, the work starts at home first. Um, your goals should be attainable. Um, it should be something that's achievable. So your goal should be something that you alone can control. So setting a goal that includes someone else, like I'm going to get married this year, you don't have any real control over that. Yeah. <laughs> that's something that's going to happen because of you and someone else. So maybe rather than saying I'm going to marry someone this year, um, maybe you should say that I'm going to make myself marriage ready this mm. year. Um, and that way, when and if you do come across someone this year that, that could be a potential life partner, you're the, you're the already that person that you need to be at the time of meeting them. See, I like that. I like that because people get so focused on, you know, meeting the person and attracting the right person. And it's like, okay, you will attract the right person when you have yourself together. And I, I don't think people realize that. It was so funny as I was talking to a friend of mine and I had them write down 10 things that they want in a potential mate. Mm-hmm. So they listed, I said, you know, no judgment here. Be as shallow or as deep as you want to be. And so I said, out of these 10, how many do you actually have? (laughs) And they didn't even have five out of 10. You know what I mean? They had maybe four. And I'm like, nah, I want you to do some self-evaluating. Okay, I want you to be the person that you will want to be with. Would you want to date you? That's a question I like to ask people. For you go out here and put all that hot-ass mess on something, because the reason why you sing (laughs) So before you put all that on somebody else, think about it. Would you date you in your predicament? That's great advice. Or would you want someone you love dating you? Mm. Like, would you refer your daughter, your sister, your mom, if she's single, to date someone who's exactly like you? That's a great way to think about exactly. it. So, yeah, find you first before yeah. you out there trying to find a mate. All right. Now, speaking of finding, one of the New Year's resolutions that I've heard a lot about uh, this year already is finding a new job, finding a new career path. So tell me, how can people put themselves out there and try to find a totally new career? Because a lot of people are a little afraid of change, mm. right? It's like you've been doing something for so long and then all of a sudden they have an interest in something else, but they don't quite know how to get out there or the steps that it takes to get there. What advice do you have for those people that want to start a whole new career? Whole new career. Well, you know, if we're we're just going to make the assumption that your qualifications are there and that your experience can at least somewhat apply to whatever new path that you're trying to take. So let's just say that you look good on paper, but you're hesitant on switching career paths. Um, it's all about branding. Um, and career branding is a new trend within the employment market now. Um, and people, and by career branding, what I mean is that people are starting to focus on the soft skills that they possess that can transcend different positions. Um, so when businesses are looking to 
on board. They start looking for specific competencies in someone's um, in in the position that they're looking to hire for. So budget planning, um, budget management, um, communication skills, things of that nature. They're looking to see who can function highly in these specific areas because those are the areas that are important to this position that I'm hiring for. So by career branding, what you're doing is not only are you just identifying the positions that you've done on your resume, but you're identifying the skills that were necessary for that role. Because if you're looking to switch into a different career path, the specific roles, I mean, the specific duties of your role that you have now may not necessarily apply to the uh, to the new position. However, the soft skills that were required to 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 perform that that task might apply to the uh, position that's in a completely different field. So that communication that you had to have to do your your current position, that communication level and those soft skills are going to apply to a different position. So just because it's not necessarily in the field that you're currently in, the skills that you've picked up having to do the job that you have now can be applied to to a different field. And so that's career branding. It's really just focusing on the skills that, that you have, the skill set that you have, and, and they can, that can transcend different positions. Okay. All right. And I also want to encourage uh, people to not be afraid of going back to school and learning a new skill um, because I've seen that work for so many people where at first, you know, they were afraid. They're like, oh, I'm too old or I've been doing this, you know, for so long. I don't know if I can, you know, start something all new again. And I have great success stories of people that went back to school, changed their career careers totally, you know, I have a friend that went back to be an attorney. She's doing great. I have another friend that went back for <laughs> broadcasting. She's a producer. You know, they're doing really well. So I want to encourage people to not let fear uh, distract you. Because do you know who my, like, career goal for 2018 is? Like, I look at this person and that's like, that's career goals right there. I think I have a idea of who you're talking about. Donald Trump. Oh, that wasn't even it. I know it wasn't it. The reason why, because if he, that man can get the position that he had with no prior experience, don't tell me what I can't do in 2018. Okay. You have a point there. That with man is... no prior political experience whatsoever, and you have the top position. So if they say, you know, when you go for those jobs and say requirement, bachelor's degree, 10 years experience, I'm applying anyway. Do you have experience? Did Donald Trump? You know, and you know, that's, that's funny. But um, at the same time, that kind of underscores what I was talking about. Donald Trump, like him, love him, hate him. He's a master brander. Um, and he career branded. He was like, I may not have ever um, held any public office, mm-hmm. but I know how to run a business. He started taking those competencies that he had in what he's already done and use that to apply for a position that he was not qualified for. And, he, and it worked <laughs> out. It, it did work out for and him. And it worked out. Very, out. Very so nicely. that's my career goal for 28 days. All right. All kind right. Of touch on what you said, though, yeah. about the whole um, fear of education. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I want to speak on that because a lot of times once you pass a certain age, uh, you've pretty much stopped learning new things for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thought of having to learn something new can be very intimidating. Um, but just like the advice that was given for a relationship, the same thing applies um, to everything. The, the work always starts with you. So there's, it's always about self-improving and personal development. So seeking, seek, seeking education and any additional path to go into, to preamble your transition into another the field see that as your own personal development um focus on the things that you get out of it um and try not to focus on the anxiety around learning something new 
if you stay focused on the benefits and your ultimate why, why do you want to change that career path? Stay focused on the benefits and focus on your real why. In order to focus on your real why, you got to find your real why. Mm-hmm. And stay Absolutely. consistent, right? Would you agree with that, Paul? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Like, I wish Paul could stay here for the whole hour, but unfortunately, he has to run. But thank you so much, Paul, yes. for, thank you for having me. answering my here. questions and helping to inspire everyone out there to be a better them for 2018. So, listen, guys, if you guys want to get some more advice from Mr. Paul over here, specifically if you're having problems with dating and relationships, yeah, I'm going to do a little shameless plug here. You want to go ahead <laughs> and one. submit your questions to Rayshon, stop the shade. <laughs> submit your questions to help, okay? <laughs> help, H-E-L-P at IHateDatingShow.com. So if you have a specific question for Paul and you're like, look, I need Paul's help. You know, I got to find a man or I need to find a woman or I don't understand this man or this woman, whatever it is, go ahead and submit that question so that Paul can help you, all right? But thank you so much again, Paul, for being here. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and get into our celebrity and entertainment news because I know you guys have been waiting on that. You know, I know you guys enjoyed us, you know, inspiring you and all, but let's get into, you know, some of the juicy, hot stuff (laughs) that's going on with these celebrities, all right? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Have a life. We are back on Unapologetic. So that was Alicia Keys with A Brand New Me. That was Rayshawn's song choice. Yeah, Stacey didn't like that one. Uh, we all try to keep with a thing, you know. It was inspiration. Yeah, it, it worked for the thing. Yeah. It did, it did. All right, so you ready to Wake get up. into this celebrity and entertainment news? We wouldn't be unapologetic if we did. All right, so let's do it. So unfortunately, there is another couple that has split up. Can you guess who, Rayshawn? No, because I thought people were getting together for 28 days, but who, who, who calling to quit? Well, reportedly, Nicki Minaj and Nas have called it quits. Yeah, so they've been dating since June of 2017, but apparently their hectic work schedules got in the way and the long distance kind of set them apart a little bit. So, unfortunately, good. they're done. Good job, Nas. But... They do say that, you know, there's no animosity, that everyone's on good terms. You know, it was an amicable breakup, but unfortunately, they're broken up. If you took that seriously. You know, I was kind of rooting for them. No, no, I got to be honest. Okay. I loved Nas and Khalees together. I did. So I was so sad when they broke up and I just had this little glimmer of hope, like maybe they'll reconcile and get back together. And then she got remarried and I was like, no, it's a wrap. Um, But. Say nothing. Never say never. But seeing him with Nikki, it was like, okay, that's different. But I could also see how that works. They're both from Queens, right? And aren't they both from Queens? I know yeah. Nas from Queens for sure, right? Yeah, All like right. That. So right. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see hip-hop, this. You know, no. the hip hop, you know, royalty right. here. I'm like, okay, I, I, I like it. I could see it. Um, but, you know, it didn't work. So uh, she lasted longer with me. She did, didn't she? Uh-huh. What was that all about? Well, you know, you never know. They may reconcile when he gets out. But then again, I'm sure Meek didn't have much to do when they were together. Nas is a legend out here in these streets. But, you know. All right, I see Rayshon is throwing the shade. <laughs> well, let's go to our next story, all right? Now, speaking of couples, this kind of saddens me. But we'll talk about this in a moment, why it saddens me. Kendu Isaacs. You know who Kendu is, don't you? Mr. Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kendu Isaacs, you know, for those of you who do not know who he is, he is Mary J. Blige's soon-to-be ex-husband. I don't, I'm not sure if... 
the divorce has been finalized. Um, If it has, my apologies, guys. Uh, But this is the thing. He's claiming that the divorce has put him in the hospital and has caused him so much distress. In fact, it has caused him so much distress. He wants to increase the spousal support. Now, this man is already getting $30,000 a month. No, now you notice like the second thing he's tried to get more money, right? Because the first thing he said was because of Mary's new music that's kind of soured him from getting the job, and nobody want to mess with him. So then that was like denied. So now he's stressed out. Well, in court documents obtained by Blast, Kendu says he quote has experienced physical manif- manifestations of stress and emotional distress. From the divorce, which has caused him to become hospitalized. Okay, but not now. See, you know what that reminds me of? People got mad at the players kneeling for the national anthem. They got mad at them for doing that, but they never want to talk about why they were kneeling in the first place. So you ever thought about that? Maybe if your ass wasn't cheating, you wouldn't be stressed out for my divorce. Can't do. I mean, I'm just going to put common sense together. No, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know there are three sides to every story, right? His side, her side, and somewhere in the middle, there's the truth. But based off of what Mary, you know, has said and even Kendu, it sounds like he is totally wrong here. Like he was out here doing her dirty, uh-huh. doing her dirty with someone that she is actually associated with, uh-huh. right? So allegedly he was cheating on her with an artist that with they the were help. both working with. With the help. Okay. Basically. And now you're out here trying to take all of her money? Kendu, get a job. Okay. Get a job. Mm, yeah, he was the worst type of dude. That's just tell you. Just set brothers back. You just set us back. I can't even say how many years. That you, that's just a bad look for black men. The worst kind. You worse than these females out here. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, well, well, Mary, Lozada. we are rooting for you. Yes, just we don't are. Unapologetic is rooting for you. Yes, we are. That's the queen right there. All right. So I guess all of my stories today are about celebrities because. We have another issue going on. I mean, relationships, most most celebrity couples. Here we, here we go. So Jennifer Hudson's ex, <sighs> you know David Otunga, also known as what's his name on Flavor of Love? Not Flavor of Love. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, I love New, New York. Punk. Punk. Yeah. On punk. I love New York. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to say Flavor of Love. He was on I Love New York <laughs> on VH1. Uh, but yeah, so he actually is demanding that she be held in contempt for violating their gag order. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> listen to this guy. So, you know, they split up last year and they both served each other with protective orders. And now they're in this messy custody battle, you know, over their son. Right, right. And he's saying that he wants Jennifer behind bars because she violated their gag order. Well, you know, this, this, this does not shock me because, you know, David Otunga is half white. So he was raised by his, you know, white mom. So Rashawn, what does that have to do with anything? Because Jennifer Hudson from the south side of Chicago, okay? That's a hood chick that he's dealing with. You see? So he's scared. He like, this bitch is crazy, man. I don't know. She be throwing up hands. I, I, I'm scared. That's what that has to do with it. He ain't used to, you know, the south side of Chicago. Come on, now. Jennifer, you know, she taking it to the streets on that news. And he can't handle it. Like, no, nah, lock her ass up. You see, oh, he's gosh. shook over there. He's scared. Mama. Well, we will definitely be keeping our eyes out. Yeah, I, 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 like Eyes and ears out for this story because I, I could see this going real yeah, bad. Yeah, man. All right. Now, speaking of going bad, 
Rayshawn and I talked about this earlier in the week when it actually happened. We're going to talk about Tamar Braxton and Vincent Herbert, all right? So in case you guys have not heard what is going on, there's a lot going on, all right? So Tamar Braxton went on Instagram and she put this post up. And I'm going to go ahead and read it for Mm -hmm. all of you, okay? So it says, Vincent Herbert is having a baby and his whore decided to let me know about it tonight. That stupid broke blank whore should check public records on Christmas before she goes through with it. He called back despite of his protection order, begging and lying like he's hanging out with Joe and Roxy from BET. Oh yeah, that's credible. No shade. However, before you judge me, know the facts. He's a real piece of work. Shaking my head. Happy New Year, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, know that 2018 is a fresh start and if I can leave this liar, you can leave yours too. Now, this is where it gets a little deeper. So someone responded back to her saying that you shouldn't even be addressing peasants. That's what they said, peasants in your post. And she said, because her baby's daddy said that they were effing around and she tagged Laura Govan. Or is it Govan? Govan, I believe. Now, in case you guys don't know who Laura Govan is, she was on the season one and two of Basketball Wives LA, both seasons of... Yeah, both mm-hmm. of those. And she and her sister Gloria were on there. And she was also the former fiance of NBA star Gilbert Arenas. And wasn't she sleeping with Shaq when he was still married? Allegedly. To so if you guys remember a long time ago, there was this incident between Gilbert Arenas and Shaq in the locker room and a gun was pulled out. You remember that? Yeah, that was yeah. about Laura. Allegedly. Yeah. She, yeah. Allegedly. Okay, so <laughs> Tamar tags Laura and she's saying, like, Basically, this is what she said. I'm just going to quote it. So you guys can decipher what you think that it means. All right. So she went ahead and she tagged her and it says, because her baby's daddy said they were effing around too. Ain't that your homegirl? She said that back to the person who said you shouldn't be addressing peasants. So some people took that and they ran with it. They're like, oh, Laura is pregnant. She's the one that's pregnant. She's been the one sleeping with Vince. I took that as Laura's friend is the one that is allegedly pregnant. However, Laura's Baby daddy, Gilbert Arenas, has alleged that they were messing around, too. That's how I took that. Rayshon, how did you take it? What she say one more time? Tell you mine. Well, you know, it's kind of all over the place. Right. Give it to me again. Because I took it one way, but then you had me thinking a different way. So now I'm all... Give it to me one more time. Okay, so the person... That address, Tamar, said you shouldn't be addressing peasants, right, in your post. Like, okay. you basically don't have time for that. And she said, at Laura Govan, question mark, where she tagged her. And then it says, because her baby's daddy said they were effing around, too. Ain't that your home, girl? So I'm assuming that she was she talking was... to that person saying, isn't that your home, girl, Laura? All right. Or was she saying, Laura, isn't that your home, girl, that Vince has been sleeping with? Sleeping with. Sleeping with. Uh, I'm going to go with the former. Look, y'all, I don't know. Because just, and I'm going to want to go with that based on Laura Govan's track record. You know him for messing around with married men. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. Now, she did, <laughs> she did address this on The Breakfast Club as well as... As on E's show, The Daily Pop, she said, of course, none of this is true. She said Vince is not even her type. And she said that she's actually happy and content in her current relationship and that she doesn't know why Tamar would even say anything like this because it's not true. Well, maybe she slipped. You know, them thumbs be going and sometimes you be 
tagging the wrong people. But then again, Tamar didn't go back and, you know, recant anything. Well, so. Tamar did go back and delete her Instagram account. So the whole thing? The whole thing. She is no longer on Wait a Instagram. minute. Is, is, you know how they say just throw the whole thing away? She threw the whole, <laughs> she threw the whole thing account away. away. <laughs> the whole account away. Well, ain't that about nothing. She said, I am done. But it's her and They still together, ain't they? Okay, so this is the thing that's so crazy about all of this that's going on because they've been spotted together so many times and a part of that is because you know she's on tour right now with yeah. Escape. Well, Vince is Escape's manager. Ah. Uh, so, okay. he's going to be around. Yeah, he's going to be around. Now, they were also spotted by TMZ. You know, you guys can catch the footage online if you want to see it. Um, Walking through the airport together with their son. Well, you know. Taking a family trip. They got history. So we gonna see them. You got to know you gonna see them still pop up together. Then you know I forgot the kid, and they've been together for a minute. So a long time. Yeah, they've like, been yeah. married for nine years. Yeah, you know. So you just I can yeah. You just don't walk away from nothing like that. So uh, more power to him. I just uh, hope he ain't beating her ass. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, her her mom, you know, insinuated that there was some physical abuse going on. Come on now. We all know Mama E don't gain nothing from lying. She she known for a lot of things, but lying is not one of them. So that came from somewhere. Well, Tamar has not confirmed whether or not that is true. She's not confirmed or denied the allegations. So. So. Who knows? Uh But we're actually going to do a quick wrap up right now of our show all right so thank you guys for tuning in yes. for our first show of the our new first year show of the new year more to come so we're just gonna do a quick little wrap up of what we learned in today's episode right mm-hmm. so if you want to lose weight our expert paul marston said what do you have to do right because you know a lot about this too okay you have to stay focused on why you are doing this in the first place and you cannot lose sight on that and sometimes, you know, a body is going to want what it wants. But he also mentioned something, too, that works with the whole weight loss thing. Moderation. Do this mm-hmm. all in moderation. Mm-hmm. Work out in moderation. Diet in moderation. Mm-hmm. Eat whatever you want in moderation. In moderation. Because there are going to be days where you really want what you want. Mm-hmm. And you should you reward know. yourself because you know what happens. Well, let me take that back. I don't like using, you know, reward because you shouldn't reward yourself with food. You should just not deprive Um, yourself. Right. You shouldn't deprive yourself. Give the body what it wants in moderation. In moderation. Because this is the thing. When you diet too much, what happens is when you just can't resist that temptation and you go ahead and you eat whatever. You're going to overdo it. Overdo Mm -hmm. it. And then you feel guilty. Mm -hmm. And so then you're back at square one. Yep. And then you be like, dang, I ain't fucked up. Ooh, messed up. It, it, it's okay. <laughs> New year. But yeah, you should treat yourself. You should treat yourself occasionally to some of your favorites. All right. So another thing that we learned is about social media, which we've talked about a lot, right? Yeah, busy yourself. Now basically, you know, use that. That is a distraction for when you don't have nothing to do. Use it only when you don't have nothing to do. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I can't remember the days of going to the bathroom without my phone. Now, like, what did I do in here before I had my phone? Read you know the I mean? newspaper. Uh, I, nah, I know I didn't do that. But I do miss my magazines, though. I did do that. But Do people still read magazines? You know, I still like them. But I, I, I think that's like a dying thing, though. I, I see them dwindling. You know, I used to love Vibe, Blender, Rolling yeah. Stone, all that. I mean, I get, 
I can appreciate magazines, but like I don't have any current subscriptions. But if I'm like at the doctor's office or the salon or something, yeah, I'll pick up a magazine. But how often do you do that if you ain't on your phone? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm usually on my phone. Right, usually on your phone. The phone and and I'm reading. Right, I'm reading an article. You know, from one of the magazines. Right. On my phone. You see what I'm saying? So just only use it when you don't have nothing to do. But some people have made this a way of life. Mm. So stop comparing yourself to others. That that was another thing that we took from that. Stop comparing yourself to what you see These on social media. Photoshop live. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Just, just focus on your goals. What you're trying to do. Not, you know, but you can be inspired. I don't think there's anything wrong with being no, inspired. No, but no, no, don't no. try to attain what they have. Let me tell you something. And this person, I don't hardly ever say taught me anything, but Bow Wow taught me a lot in 2017. He taught me that even celebrities ain't got it the way you think that they got it. Good point. Well, he out here front <laughs> with private jets and you ain't coach. Now, Stop speaking it. of Bow Wow, they, they are accusing him of doing something like that again. Oh, man. He was saying he was on his Snapchat saying that he was having his New Year's Eve party at his house. He's like, I bring the club to me. I have a club right here in my house. And then someone else tagged him who was at the party and it was at the So So Deaf Studios. Oh, see what I mean? See, see? So even your celebrities, no matter how big or small, they even got it like that. They out there perpetrating frauds on social media. So that goes to show you how you should compare yourself to social media. It's all fake. All right. And then we talked about dating and mm. trying to find your mate for 2018. I, I know I said, you know, a lot of people are trying to find their husbands and their wives, but let, let, let's just try to find you know, yourself. Get, yeah. Let's try to find yourself. Fo- focus on you. Make sure you will want to date you before you put you off on somebody else. Exactly. Don't look for nobody to be your come up. They will. If I had a. I had a woman, a good woman, you know, lead me right. You know, she can get me where I need to be. Why don't you do it first? So y'all ain't got to. I, I don't believe in that. The couple that struggles together say, nah, I don't want to struggle. I can do. I'm doing that now. <laughs> if I, anybody couple with this ride, you can bring in something. I'm, that's all I'm getting to. Yeah, I just say to focus on yourself, like on you, you said, yes. and being a better you so that you can attract the right person. Mm. I definitely believe that when you have yourself together, mm-hmm. you attract people that have themselves together. So just focus on being a better you and that mate will come. And then finally, we talked about career Careers. aspirations and goals and starting over. If That's a goal of yours for 2018. And like um, Paul said about career branding, which is very important. So the branding yourself, selling yourself. S- sell yourself and network. Yeah. Believe it or not, we are, are our own entrepreneurs. Absolutely. You have to sell yourself yeah. in a job interview. All the time. You see what I'm saying? We are our own entity. So brand that, sell that, and make that the best that that you can be in 2018. Yes, yes. Alright, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope we gave you guys some useful information on how to be a better you in 2018. So, we, we do what we can over here. Yes, yes. So we will be back next month. Check us out every first Thursday at 7pm. So we'll talk to you guys in February. So you guys stay focused, because we're going to be checking in and making sure that you guys are still meeting your goals. Uh, Alright, peace out. Out, guys. Express yourself, express yourself.